I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to Pod Bible episode number 70. 70 episodes in, how has that happened? I'm going to ask my co-host, I'm Stu Whiffin, and my co-host today is... Adam Richardson. And once again, you've asked me this a number of times on the podcast. We did 69 episodes before this. That's how it happened. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Keep just the add game. them all up. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, <sighs> what did people miss out on last week, Adam? Last week, we had Vish and Kate from the Football Ramble, which was excellent. They've gone through a lot of changes recently, and Vish and Kate got us up to speed. We had Edith Bowman uh, from Play Next and also Soundtracking. She'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about that. We had Vans as well from Off the Cuff, and we had loads of important information about big things that have been happening with Pod Bible, such as... Well, if you've not read it yet, what are you waiting for? Issue number 12 of Pod Bible is at now. Go and look. It it, go and read it now. If only to just marvel at the cover. We have Corrupt FM on the cover, and there is an interview. And he is in character with MC Grinder, and that, trust me, is a lyrical blow to the jaw. It is absolutely <laughs> amazing. We've also got YouTube star Alfie Days in there, Rag and Bone Man recommending podcasts, Sindhu V. I mean, if they're not five legit reasons to head over there now i don't know what else you need to know there's a little picture of me and Stu inside the front cover there you go sold probably put a lot of people off (laughs) what am i doing uh also big news is uh it's the month of december which means that the pod bible poll winners vote is open you can go to podbiblemag.com and vote for your favorite podcast we've got eight categories uh, including one where you can vote for any podcast you like um so uh, go and have a look Vote for your favourites, and uh, those polls close at midnight on December the 31st, so go and do it. Absolutely, and it's important to say that the Pop Bible Poll Winners is the only award ceremony that is voted for purely by the public. So whatever you say goes, so go and uh, make your vote can. Today's episode. Who's coming up first, Adam? This is one of my favourite chats that I've had on the Pop Bible Podcast. I recorded this just last week. It is with Tash, Adam and Shivani from The Logbooks. All right, I am joined today by Tash, Adam, and Shivani from the Logbooks. Hello, how are you guys? Hey, good, thank you. Hello, good, good. <laughs> nice to have you. It's always a weird one when you open up by asking a, a universal question to three people on a video call because nobody knows who's, who you should talk. Yeah. For um, sure. <laughs> so, well, I mean, let's let's start from the beginning, I guess. Tash, could you tell us all about the Logbooks and maybe from the beginning how it came about? Yeah, for sure. Um, So The Logbooks is a podcast which is all about untold stories on LGBTQ plus history in Britain and conversations about being queer today. And the way that we do that is by centering it around these logbooks, the physical logbooks, which are a written record of the calls that were taken by volunteers at this charity called Switchboard, which is an LGBT plus helpline, started back in 1974 and these logbooks run to 2003. So we use these entries to look at the themes that that were arising throughout the periods of time. Our first season covered 74 to 82 and the second season, which is out now, is 83 to 91. And to add to those logbooks, to bring those logbooks to life, we, we've gone out and we've spoken to people who 
lived through those periods of times, have memories of the themes that come up in the calls, people that called Switchboard, that volunteered for Switchboard, a real mixed bag of everyone. But we felt it was really important to have them tell those stories, share their share their history, share their memories. And I guess the way it came about was I, I, I came across the logbooks when I was uh, rifling through the attic at Switchboard and they were just incredible. Um, we moved them to the archive at Bishopsgate Institute and I started reading them. And it's the, you know, Adam will and Shivani will definitely agree with this. It's like one of the best books that you've ever written. They're not only are they oh, falling read. apart. Yeah, sorry, ever read. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would. I have actually written in the more modern logbooks, but not the old ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that they're, they're just like fantastic. They laugh, they cry, they are falling physically apart as all of these stories and memories fall out, you know, mm-hmm. into your eyes. And I basically worked on them for a couple of years and then did a presentation for LGBT History Month last year. I can't believe it was only last year. feels like <laughs> so long ago. And Adam was at that presentation and uh, basically was uh, as invigorated by the logbooks as, as I was. And then we brought Shivani on board and the podcast was born. Amazing. So Adam, what, what was your background before and how did you end up at that talk? Yeah, I just go to talks about LGBT history on a Tuesday night. I mean, that's just, the, that's my bag. And <laughs> previously... My background is in various things, um, I guess mainly as a journalist and an editorial person. I, I was a social media editor at The Economist as my uh, sort of most recent previous job. And right. before that, I, I was a journalist covering the politics of science. And before that, a journalist covering uh, intellectual property law. And <laughs> um, But throughout all of that time, reading and learning a lot about LGBT plus history as well at the same time. And and I, I was shopping around for a project, really, uh, mm. something to do with that. And so when I heard Tasha's presentation, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, this is it. This is, this is the one. And I had made some podcasts previously and it was just, I could just hear that this was a podcast. You know, I could hear it in in the stories that Tash was telling and in the stories in the notes that were written in those logbooks and in the idea that this is a phone line and it's one person talking to another person, which is often kind of how a podcast sounds when you're, mm-hmm. when you're listening to it. So um, I just thought, yeah, this is a podcast. So that was what we wanted to do. And then and Tash also ha- had, had met Shivani recently um, at that point. So we were like, well, let's get them on board because, you know, we need, we need another person as well. Yeah. So Shivani, this is great because quite often on this podcast, we just speak to the hosts. They take all the glory, uh, pretend that it's just all about them. They do all the hard work. But um, could you explain your role on this podcast? I know podcast producers, whenever you say producer, that can mean a variety of different things. Um, what, what, do, what do you contribute? <laughs> so just to clarify, Tash and Adam do a lot of work. And <laughs> I do, I'm sure I, they do. I'm sure they I do. I do have to keep them a bit sweet. So they do do a lot of hard work and they are great. <laughs> and my role is mostly making sure that they sound good and know that what they're talking about is going to come across well to the audience and and the way that they talk about things. Because Tash and Adam were probably LGBT plus history experts when we started this, but if they weren't then, they definitely are now. And (laughs) a lot of our audience might not have that sort of expertise in the history. And some of the things that we cover are quite complex and it's all intertwined and we're trying to cover a lot of ground. We're talking about legal issues in that time period. We're talking about emotional problems. We're talking about social problems. 
and just trying to make sure that what Tash and Adam say is is coherent and makes sense to somebody who might have like a vast wealth of knowledge in the area or might just be turning into one episode of the logbooks to say let's check it out I've seen the picture on the little podcast app that I use and let's just have a look at it because it's a bright pink podcast and um, (laughs) they might not know anything else about the subject and it's basically me trying to make sure that the stories make sense and that Tash and Adam make everything clear to the audience and to the listener. Yeah that makes sense to me so Tash, if if somebody was to see that pink artwork and think I'm interested in this, could they just click on a random episode and be up to speed within minutes, or do you think they should go back to the start and uh, listen to episode one onwards? Or what do you well, think? you know, we all have our own podcasting uh, ways of interacting with podcast world, and as someone who does both of those things, I think that you could pick up one of our episodes and listen to it. But then I would say, if you like what you heard in that episode, go back and and start from the beginning, because it's all about how we found the logbooks, how we we came to make the podcast. And then you're following these characters that intertwine with each other's lives and move through this period of time. Mm -hmm. And although we don't tell it in a chronological order in in either of the seasons within the time frame that we um, have, have chosen, they do interact with each other. And I definitely would say do season one before season two, because a lot of what happens in season one frames a lot of the reaction in season two and you are hearing stories from our contributors and the next stage of their life in some parts and we're also looking at the changes in societal attitudes towards the queer community Mm. and the government's response and and all of that stuff is it is i'm making it sound incredibly complex it's not it's human stories and of interaction which are fascinating but yeah i would say always start from the beginning it's an intergenerational conversation i'm just thinking about that Uh, that question and thinking that it's a conversation and you know how like you can drop into a conversation in a pub any uh, I mean you can't now but there's a group of people in a pub you can jump into a conversation maybe you know one of them and um, you can sort of pick it up and you know you can you can get involved and, and talk to them and it's kind of like that it, I, I hope that it's it's like that as much as it is beneficial if you were there from the beginning of that conversation as if you've known that group of people from yeah. the beginning and that's kind of I think sometimes this term intergenerational conversation is like a bit too heavy and it's like oh my god gosh, I've got to be doing this in the right way because I've got to be respecting my elders and the elders have got to be listening to the young people. And actually, it, I guess we try and be more humane than that and and just say like, you know, this is this is just a conversation and any episode hopefully stands alone. Yeah, totally. And at the end of each episode, which links into what Adam's saying, we reflect today on, on the themes that have arisen throughout throughout the particular episode and that's been a really interesting thing to do I think we've really enjoyed looking at how we can reflect in the context of 2019 or 2020 um, and really bring those those themes up to date. Excellent we've obviously been doing a pretty good job of it because uh, you have won a a British podcast award Um, could you this is your chance (laughs) to uh, blow your own trumpets a little bit could you tell us a bit more about that what the award was and uh, what it meant to you guys? Uh, it was the best best po- best podcast in the cosmos. The <laughs> is that, is that the title? Combined. Yeah, that was the name of the, wasn't it? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Best, so, yeah, was, <laughs> so that's was, all we need to know. I don't so, think yeah, don't need to say anything best, else. <laughs> someone else say it properly. It was uh, the best the best new podcast uh for twenty twenty and it was an incredible experience. I know it's really cheesy and everybody says it, but we were just excited to be nominated. We were like 
there's it's just the three of us who do this and it's like fits around our lives and we don't have any funding or backing from any big you know production companies or anything it's just three people who were strangers and now friends who just have this passion and we were nominated for this like incredible award and then um we had no idea that we were going to win and yeah it was all a very surreal experience out with like a virtual zoom ceremony (laughs) and everything was just really weird about it but it was amazing (laughs) it was it was very strange that night i was watching from home and uh, it was great but just seeing everybody sort of coping with being on the video calls and then trying to react to when they were winning and then (laughs) did did you have somebody at your doorstep do one of you have yeah yeah presented to you yeah how did that yeah that was yeah i think our audio didn't come through so we were very emphatic about winning but silently yeah. through, through okay. the, the medium of mime okay good it wasn't because you were swearing and they were just bleeping you and <laughs> no, just cutting no. your mics yeah, okay good brilliant okay uh, i mean best new podcast that is in a way that's probably one of the hardest categories to win because if you think in 2019 2020 we've had a lot of new podcasts yeah and it's not just sort of narrowing it down to best factual or best comedy it's all podcasts so uh yeah. pretty impressive totally yeah. I think you know we can only win it once and we did so. that's true yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> perfect um, so plans moving forward obviously you have um, the series two that um, is uh, being released right now so yep. how many more episodes I mean I say that obviously by the time this goes out more episodes will be out but how many episodes do you have in each season or is that just uh, however many you fancy doing season one had eight full episodes and season two uh, will have 11 full episodes and we're we just released the uh, episode two and they're released every monday at 7 a.m so there's a new episode every week uh, now until january the 25th for season two perfect and then yeah. shivani will there be a season three there will be a season three um we think it might be the last season in the format that we currently do the logbooks that's probably all i can tell you at the moment <laughs> is this because you can't win new podcast again so you need to yes. start a new podcast <laughs> yeah right well it's, be, well it's because the actual physical logbooks finish in 2003 that was when ah, Switchboard okay. m- moved to making um, records online digitally and then the whole format changed so the actual handwritten notes go up to 2003 so season 3 uh, in theory would be 92 to 2003 uh, and then, um, then then we'll retire to our desert island yeah i think like if you if you look at the logbook feed we've got our like adam said our our standard formatted way of doing the seasons but there's been a couple of other episodes that have dropped in uh live podcast recordings or you know conversations on where we are at the moment like when we went into lockdown earlier in the we year did a lockdown bonus. <laughs> which involves nice. a lemon me giving uh, adam a lemon through his window throwing a lemon at adam <laughs> Um, but, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, got to listen to hear that. It's story. not even a metaphor. <laughs> it's not. Um, so maybe, yeah. So maybe we we love we love doing those uh, episodes, and we're really um, looking into what the future of the logbooks will hold, Fantastic. and how we can get funding for season three. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. So people, if you've got some funds, get in touch. Not, I mean, that sounds weird, doesn't it? But I mean, if yeah, you want it, you've got loads of money yeah. to throw it, then why not? Um, yes. Before we finish, I should just mention that obviously, I mean, if people want to find out a bit more about you, obviously they can Google you and, and uh, find information. But we, we had a feature on you guys, didn't we, in the magazine, issue seven, 
it was. Um, Jason Reed, who does our Good Samaritan section, uh, had a little feature in an interview, and um, I think we had an ad, uh, like a link to Switchboard as well. Yeah. So that was great. That was really cool to to include you guys in that, and uh, just wanted to plug the mag. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go yeah, check it, it out. Nice. It's a really nice piece. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much to all three of you for coming on, and uh, hopefully, yeah, loads more people will go and check out the logbooks. Great stuff. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thank you very much, The Logbooks. Right, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Coming up now, we have two amazing comedians, Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf of the Fan Club Podcast over on FUBAR Radio with their recommendation. Nathaniel, recommend me a podcast, please. It's a hard recommend if you like what I like because it's quite obscure. It's a thing called Cartoonist Kayfabe, and it's a comic book podcast, but it's the only one I've ever found where the people talking about it know exactly what they're talking about. And it's more about the kind of art of comic books and comics as a genre, but that's the thing that really stands out. As someone that like works in a comic book shop, as Nick said, I often find that people come from it from quite a kind of lazy angle or that they don't really know their subject. And that's the first thing I've listened to that really sounds like the kind of conversations you would have in comic shops and what people actually like about them rather than it being vague, a vague thing about superhero movies or something. It's very specific, but it's very entertaining. And it's by two cartoonists who just really know their onions. And that's what I like about it. Wonderful. Thanks, Nate. And I would, uh, I'm just going to plug my mate's podcast. Uh, uh, my mate Matt Stocks does a podcast called Life in the Stocks. And uh, I met him because I was a guest on his show and we ended up talking uh, quite a lot about mental health. It was just before my last Edinburgh show, uh, which was about mental health. And we talked a lot about mental health and we've become friends since. And he's just had some amazing guests. And in lockdown as well, I mean, he was, he interviewed like Tommy Lee the other week. Uh, and he's just bought a book out, which is like a collection of all of his uh, all of uh, all of his American interviews with people like Henry Rollins and Doug Stanhope, and uh, it's just a really it's a, a really interesting uh, podcast, and I think he's a really good presenter. Like he is well researched. I wish that we treated our guests with the same respect that he treated me when I came on. I wish we treated him with the same respect <laughs> when he came on and did our show as he treated me when I went on and did his show. But yeah, I'd like to apologise to you as well, Stu, for not. <laughs> No, uh, we, do, we, t- we take this as an opportunity to apologise to all of our guests, <laughs> except for except for Jim Cummings. We, to anyone who's ever <laughs> done our show or listen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm also going to chip in on, on recommending Matt's podcast. Um, Matt's also a, a, a friend of mine, and uh, and and I've I've drawn so much from from that podcast. And I, I phoned him a while ago to say that I, I finally got around to listening to his interview with John Lydon. And, and right. I can imagine the thought of sitting down in a room with John Lydon, and he's quite an intimidating gentleman. And I yeah. thought the way that Matt dealt with that interview was incredible. Like literally. I think. I think he's. I think he's almost fearless. Do you know what I mean? I sort of like. I. I. I panic when I sort of interview people. I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And I don't want to offend anyone. And I'm just kind of like, okay, right. So I'm sort of like a bit nervous before we interview everyone. But Matt has like, like you say, he's got absolute superstars that are on his show, and he's such a nice, just normal, regular guy. And he, yeah, he's fearless, and he has like acts that I would be scared of getting on. Yeah. Wonderful. Nate, Nick, thank you very much. 
Thank you. moving on to the final recommendation of this week's episode episode 70 and we have the return of dan from desert island dicks he hasn't been on for a little while but he's back to talk about one of his favorite shows right it is time to get a recommendation from one of our wonderful guests and this time we have dan from desert island dicks hello Hello, dan hi how are you doing good yeah very good thank you um as always happens every single week but i'm really keen to get another podcast recommendation so uh what would you like to recommend to us well this is a podcast that i started listening to because uh at one point i wanted to do my own version of it before i realized this existed if you see what i mean so um me and james who started desert island dicks we had an idea about doing a podcast about fitness and sort of exercise but that wasn't for really annoying people with six packs. So, you know, people who like to keep fit and go to the gym and want advice from someone that looks like their mates, you know, still kind of goes mm-hmm. out and has a few too many drinks and a couple of fags at the weekend, you know, so just that kind of advice. And so in the research, James recommended me this one called Fitbet. It's started by these two comedians in Australia called Ben Lomas and Dilruk Jaisinger. Basically, they were both really overweight and they thought the only way to deal with it Uh, once and for all, was to start a podcast together and bet each other $1,000 to see who could get below a certain weight first. So it's kind of, they start off just not even knowing how it's going to work out or anything like that. But they're going to go on this bit of a, I don't want to say the word journey, maybe it is a bit of a journey of of sort of losing weight and discovering exercise and just sort of enjoying their lives a bit more. And even Mm -hmm. though I'm sort of coming from the opposite, I I don't need to lose weight if anything I could do with putting on a bit of weight. But actually, it's turned into this really sort of calming influence in my life where, you know, they talk about things like fatherhood and just get they get other comedians on board to sort of talk about their exercise program and things like that. And it's just really calming and non-preachy. And it's kind of just like a nice podcast that just sort of lets you know it's okay to just do your best and not be too hard on yourself and things like that. And there's times where I kind of, I'm feeling tired, I'm knackered, my son's been up in the night and I'm just feeling like, over it all and you know after a while you sort of get to know these people in your head like you're sort of mates with them as well yeah and i just find it a really positive and and importantly non-preachy sort of podcast that still kind of gives you nice healthy advice and things like that which i think is quite rare yeah very rare when it comes to sort of fitness fitness podcast definitely i've um i'm a young dad as well and i try and i try and keep fit but in and around uh broken night's sleep and obviously having to go to playgrounds and stuff like that it can be quite hard to keep motivated mm. but yeah it's true sometimes you'll listen to stuff you just think oh god no this is this is way too much i can't i can't contend with this but i mean it sounds to me dan do you quite often are they like giving you an excuse not to exercise at times they're just kind of like, look, this is what I'm doing at the minute. This is what I found's worked for me. And actually, the other day I had a really bad day or a bad week or whatever. Mm. But that's all right. I'm just going to remember this kind of thing, and then I'll be better. You know. So it's just like quite a nice approach to anything. They're not sort of giving out particular recommendations or tips. They're just saying, well, this is what I'm trying at the minute, and it seems to be working. And as I say, I'm coming from a completely different angle than they're coming at it because they're always coming from a sort of a weight loss point of view. But I think there's the yeah. cam- the camaraderie in it I find really comforting. And, um, you know, one of them, a dad, it's just as a dad, it's always just nice to hear someone else going through the same things as you and, and you know, and just thinking, okay, actually, 
you know, I could look at it this way and then, and things will be a bit easier, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm sure we could have a conversation about that that could go on for about an hour, but I don't think our <laughs> listeners would want to hear that. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, is there any set format to it? Do they have little sections that they go through in every episode? Is it just quite conversational? Often they have uh, guests on, which, I mean, they're both comedians in Australia. So a lot of their guests are Australian comics who I haven't necessarily heard of, but, mm. you know, they're funny people by nature of being comedians so it doesn't really matter that much you know yeah and then sort of every few episodes they'll just have a catch-up the two of them which i really enjoy as well so there's not particularly kind of sections it's more just two people who know each other really well trying to make each other laugh and and often just being there for each other and supporting each other yeah and i've just found it like just quite good for my own mental health strangely it's sort of you know like i say in a way it, it doesn't quite address certain aspects of my life but in other ways it just you know, it's a really good influence for me. And I listen to them and go, okay, look, they're still sticking at it. I'll, I'll give it another go, you know. Yeah, amazing. That just sounds like the, the beauty of podcasts, really. I think a lot of listeners will, that will resonate with them where they have those shows where they just have that sort of connection and they just feel like they've got the company of, of whoever they're listening to. And uh, yeah, I totally agree for mental health. It can be absolutely brilliant. So yeah, great recommendation. Thank you very much. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much, Dan. Okay, we've come to the end of the podcast, but we've got a few little things to uh, to tell you that you can take with you on your day. Yeah, that's right. So the first thing is to tell you about the Himalaya Learning Course. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it plenty before, but it's still up and it's still good and it's still valuable to listen to if you have any interest in getting into podcasting. It's our How to Make a Podcast Learning Course. If you go to himalaya.com forward slash pod, we've got 10 excellent episodes full of wonderful guests giving you tips and tricks on how to come up with an idea how to record how to edit how to monetize and what the future looks like for podcasting uh, in 2021 and beyond and we have a promo code which is pod and that will give you a 14 day free trial to listen to all the episodes so uh, himalaya.com forward slash pod absolutely so if you did think about dipping your toe in the, the waters of podcasting you've got no excuse now because there's your go-to guide so go and check that out now and use that uh, promo code um one of the things that you also need to check out is our social media because we update it constantly throughout the day and there's some really, really cool stuff that you can find out about um, over on those platforms, which are Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You can follow them all at PodBible. Also, if they want to drop us an email, Adam? Info at PodBibleMag.com is the email address. Obviously, PodBibleMag.com is our website where you can do all sorts of stuff. The main thing is obviously go and read the new magazine. Issue 12 with Corrupt FM uh, is available to read. If you want the physical copy delivered to your door, you can buy it in, a, in the shop. Order it. Just cover the postage and packaging and we'll get it out to you. Um, what else can you do there, Stu? I'm, I'm lost. There's so much. Sign up for the newsletter. That's the big one. Each week you'll get a non-intrusive little email that just pops up, some really good recommendations, some heads up on some great stuff that's happening in uh, this fast-moving media that is podcasting that, I don't know, it used to feel like it was our own little gang, but now everybody's getting involved. So it's what that's given us is some amazing content. So uh, go and sign up for that newsletter and keep up to speed on all of that. And we'll be back next week. See you soon. We will. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.